Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about customer acquisition, how you can get more customers to sell your products and set up the right marketing campaigns. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Kobe Topaz. How are you? Hello. How are you, Anatoly? I'm doing great. Big pleasure to get you on my show, to learn from you. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about paid marketing. All right, so my name is Kobe Topaz. I'm 28 years old from Israel. Sorry, 29 years old from Israel. And then um, been doing internet marketing since 2016 started as affiliate then started managing campaigns as a freelancer and then yeah got experience with email youtube google you name it been there done that and yeah just happy to be here and share knowledge nice nice okay uh, can you tell where to start for example if i have high quality product i need to get customers and uh, I'm going to jump on this field paid marketing. We have Facebook, Google, probably uh, two are most popular. Uh, we have other channels, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, it depends, of course, uh, of uh, the budget. But can you tell how to find the right channel if I know nothing about paid marketing? I would, add, I would say first learn the channels before you start running ads. Different channels can help to different uh, offers, for example, if you're selling furniture for $1,000, Facebook probably won't be the best first touch at the channel for you. Google may be better. So first, you don't have to go through like and be an expert on each channel, but just understand how each channel behaves and then see which one of them would be the best fit for your product. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you tell the main difference between Google and Facebook? For example, I see uh, some products uh, are successful on Google, some uh, can get customers on Facebook. Uh, can you tell the main difference? Because uh, these two channels are most popular and uh, uh, yeah, uh, tell more about choosing between Facebook and Google. Yeah, I would say the biggest difference is just the customer behavior. You know, on Google, people search for stuff, whereas on Facebook, it just pops on their newsfeed. So the behavior, the intent on these platforms is completely different. Someone who's, who's actively searching for something obviously has a higher intent than someone who just sees this in an ad in Facebook and then clicks on it. So I would say the customer behavior, the intent is different. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, 10 years ago, uh, when I started my first uh, marketing campaign on Google Ads, I did myself almost everything. I started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. I just opened Google Ads, registered my account, uh, put money, and that's it, you know. Uh, but at that time, the cost per click was low. So I could, uh, you know, uh, pay a lot more uh, for getting these clicks. And uh, yeah, I got sales. But during some time, it doesn't work because you need to set up the right data to create a buying persona, to highlight your unique selling proposition because we can't get uh, low cost per click. Can you tell 
where to find the right data today for example if i'm going to cover my buying persona how uh, can i learn about my buying persona before setting marketing campaigns i would say first of all if you already have existing customers or when you created a product you had a customer in mind just see like how they look what are their needs what are their day-to-day -day activities go through amazon search on your competitors search what they're what the products they're running look at the reviews look inside of forums look inside of facebook groups just see where your customers are at and just see what the language they're using what exactly they need so if you for example really focus on the language they're using that will really help you better hone your marketing message mm -hmm. So uh, I need to spend time on uh, social media, on special groups, uh, or uh, I mean, like to communicate with them before uh, learning by persona. Yeah, well, during your like research, when you're coming up with different hooks you want to run and test, just and then initially coming up with your avatars, doing this research, Amazon reviews, forum, Facebook groups, anything, Etsy, Pinterest, anything that comes to mind, Reddit. Just be, be there, search, just you know, create, like a, for example, a Google Doc, just brain dump everything that you have there, and then just start you know, separating based on groups, similarities. Just by doing that, for example, for like three hours, could really change everything that you think about your customers and could really change the way you approach to your customers. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, can you tell about using tools? For example, uh, I see when companies are using popular tools uh, to find what their competitors do. For example, with Facebook, we can use Facebook library to analyze where our competitors get traffic. Uh, on Google Ads, uh, in most cases, yeah, uh, marketers use SEMrush, Ahrefs, uh, and many other tools to analyze uh, what kind of clicks their competitors uh, get, uh, the average cost per click. Uh, can you tell uh, your loving tools and how to use them in the right way? Because, you know, uh, for example, if uh, some companies are great with their marketing, it doesn't mean that uh, competitors can get the same insights because they can set up uh, or use their strong site, unique selling proposition. What do you think, uh, list your loving tools and how to use them right? So my top tools would be Amazon, Google search, and SEMrush is solid. Facebook ad level is solid and Quera could be useful as well. Mm -hmm. There are a bunch of, a lot of options there, but if personally, I think these ones are, are the best. There are also, there are also, there's no need to overcomplicate everything. Mm -hmm. You can find everything you want in, by doing just searching on Google. Just searching mm -hmm. your product, like what it does, search like the end goal that people will achieve with your product. Just you'll see a bunch of articles, you see a bunch of forums, a bunch of posts on Facebook, and just go from there and you'll see everything that you need. You don't have to invest in fancy tools. If I were, if you were to ask me the top one, one, one best tool, Google search. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, got it. So uh, it's better to search, uh, find the similar content and, uh, and analyze and provide uh, the same uh, marketing campaigns. Okay. Can you tell more about practical tips of using Google? So I would say for practical tips using Google is understanding, first of all, what your product does, 
who your customers might be and then just start searching for them for example if your product is i'm just giving the like the simplest example a tea that helps with weight loss mm-hmm. so you can start by searching the language that your audience are using just by typing on google how to lose weight how to lose weight via tea with tea like different ways to lose weight just go based on that search see the top search terms see check google trends and see what your customers are searching for when it comes to things that are relevant to your product and just go from there mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about uh, sales funnel for example in organic reach uh, we often pay attention to bottom uh, sales funnel but uh, in paid marketing many marketers uh, consider uh, the top funnel where they can actually sell what do you think about using bottom uh, sales funnel for uh, paid marketing is it good idea or not so what do you mean using bottom sales funnel I mean, for, uh, for example you mentioned uh, the keyword weight loss uh, probably people who are looking for the keyword weight loss they are not ready to buy uh, supplements they're not to ready to buy like pills uh, courses anything yeah they, they want to learn how to lose weight uh, uh, different methods and then uh, during some time they can understand what kind of products they need so it's like uh, learning before uh, buying anything so people are not ready to buy and have no buying mood. Uh, and in organic reach for example we can uh, create uh, blog articles about how to lose weight fast or uh, I don't know how to um, eat healthy food uh, a special diet uh, how to train hard uh, uh, many things uh, and uh, it uh, touches uh, the bottom panel when people are not ready to buy but they want to learn more it creates brand awareness and uh, we can submit call to action lead them in the landing page e-commerce page where we can actually sell what about paid marketing is it a good idea to consider bottom funnel when customers are not ready to buy but they want to learn about the products yes yeah, so if when you're reaching out first of all when you're running campaigns you have to make sure that the messaging on your ads is relevant to where your customers are at in their journey. So for people who are completely unaware of your product, have no idea that even they have a problem, or even have no idea that your product is the best solution for their problem, depends on the stage that your customers are at, you can choose to to show uh, content that's relevant to them. So for example, if people are looking for ways to to lose weight, you can run a Facebook campaign sending people to a blog post about that. You can run a video, educational video ad on Facebook, on, on YouTube, on Pinterest that educates people different ways to, to lose weight and then you uh, lead them to your product. Then for people who are aware of your product, now you can show them a different piece of content. For example, how you overcome their objections, the different objections they have about the product and so on and up until you lead them to the sale. So there's uh-huh. a lot of moving parts here, but the main idea here is to make sure that your messaging fits to where your uh, potential customer customers are at. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about uh, personalization. Can you tell, for example, if I'm going to create a landing page uh, with uh, my marketing message, with my products, uh, how to personalize the message on this template? Because, you know, I see when uh, companies create... Uh, generic 
uh, landing pages, uh, just uh, sharing almost everything, all features. But when I see uh, advertisement from BMW or Google or Apple, I see when uh, these big companies can share stories, you know, to create something meaningful because uh, they can cover a huge audience. Uh, so uh, can you tell about personalization? How to uh, create simple landing page to consider customer preferences and ignore some fluff or any stuff uh, that are not interested because uh, most customers are not advanced and uh, if you if i list all my features uh, probably good features but uh, they're not interested in that they wanna know how this product can simplify their lives decide their problems tell more about personalization how to personalize landing page i would say one thing to cover first is the examples you mentioned apple google uh and so on bmw they're using more of like brand awareness where you know, specific landing pages, specific messages are more direct response. So these big companies with huge budget, they can spend that so much money just to stay on top of our mind and without having like really specific landing pages because their marketing is a direct response. On our side, because we are focusing really on direct response, the thing that will drive the conversion immediately because not all of us are on the same level as Google, Apple or whatever, I would say it all comes down to seeing where your customers are at at this stage and then crafting content or landing pages according to that. So you have to visualize your funnel. How, what will what will it take to get your customer from point A to point B? So for example, they have a goal they want to achieve. They have a, a, a an issue that they want to overcome. Okay, so maybe you, selling your product immediately won't be the best way maybe they should you should start with the lead magnet first to educate them a bit and then show them different case studies for example and then offer your product so i would say if your product helps someone to go from a to b just visualize it in a funnel see kind of like the accession path they'll have to take in order to get from point a to point b and then that will be able to help you craft specific content specific landing pages for the stages they're at so once you build out your funnel for each individual stage, then you'll be able to cut everything that's not relevant and make it really, really personalized and specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting, valuable. Uh, okay, let's talk about creativity. Can you tell how to create something creative? Because we have uh, a bunch of ideas, uh, many interesting ideas. It's hard to find some creative way. And uh, for example, if I see generic pitch, uh, I can forget about this pitch for a few seconds, even if it's well valuable for me, but uh, it's not creative, it's not, it's boring. And uh, once I uh, spoke with Jim Edwards, uh, uh, he worked like uh, 10 years in a business insider. He, uh, yeah, he started on this company from scratch. Then uh, they grew to thousand uh, employees and sold company for $500 million a lot. And he told me that uh, their success depends on creating content uh, in boring niche, but they create non-boring content. Interesting content, excitement content. Uh, and um, I see when uh, companies use generic pitches, you know, uh, I can forget about them. They, uh, they don't touch my mind. But uh, if I get some creative stuff, uh, it, sometimes it can be even uh, viral. C uh, can you tell uh, 
your methods of creating something creative? I would say the, the biggest thing would be to really understand your customer. So you really, really understand your avatar, like what's their day to day. From there, you'll know exactly what is the message you'd like to transfer to them. And from there, you'll be able to create different creatives like that are creative. I would say if you know, really know your avatars well, you know exactly what they're experiencing, then you can just see different trends on Google or on TikTok, on social media, just see what's like uh, trendy and just go with it. Or, you know, once you're really in the weeds of your avatars, like personally, I don't have like a really like one to three method. It's just those ideas will start flowing. It all comes down to really, really knowing down your customer audiences. Because then, you know, for example, this customer gets up at 5 a.m., they'll struggle to uh, get their get themselves together and then get to hit to the gym or like go to work. So you'll know what are the, what's happening on, in their mind, what's happening in their day to day. And from that point, ideas will start just flowing around. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not I a very like, you know, creative person that comes up with, oh, let's do these type of videos with this stuff and this image. It's like, if I know my avatar, the ideas are just coming in, just, I just shoot them and see. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, we have the question, uh, pay-per-click is often a costly long-term strategy. Is there a walk-around to this? What no, no walk-around. This is a <laughs> serious game and it is what it is. Yeah, uh, I just can share my walk around. Uh, consider other channels if you can't allow uh, paid marketing because sometimes it's not a good idea to set up paid marketing with a limited budget. If you have a few hundred dollars, it's not a good idea. Some, uh, because you need to test a little bit, you need to check out. And uh, uh, if uh, some campaigns uh, demand like uh, cost per click, I don't know, around like uh, $10 uh, a lot. So if you have no budget, you can use organic reach. Uh, if you have uh, no money to allow uh, prominent experts, just go to social media, post content, create valuable content. You can get uh, clients there. So yeah, it depends. Uh, but paid marketing, yeah, I agree. It's a serious game. Uh, can you tell about uh, paid marketing more? For example, uh, you know, I found one thing. Uh, if my customers understand SEO, I can provide much higher results because they understand our goals, what we are doing and how to achieve success. It's the same uh, we mentioned about weight loss. For example, if someone want to lose weight and can find a best coach, uh, nutritionist who can help with that. But if you uh, don't stop eating uh, unhealthy food, if you uh, don't train hard, it's hard. No, it's literally impossible to lose weight because the best coach can help uh, uh, you to lose weight instead of you. Uh, can you tell about uh, how to learn uh, basics of paid marketing? What uh, customers or companies that uh, need to pay attention to create uh, high quality awesome products uh, how to learn basics to them uh, in order to cooperate with experts like you uh, first of all things I'm, I'm i'm not an expert there are people way better than me so i'm just i really i'm an amateur i would say the basics is just going back to books re reading stuff from uh um, you know, uh, Gary Halbert, they're reading the book Breakthrough Advertising, just understanding the marketing 
in the the customer psychology it's like it comes down to understanding how basically you can help your customers the different stages of awareness so just going back to basics reading all those books facebook google pinterest linkedin whatever they, they these are just tools if you don't understand the basics it's it's like it means nothing if you have a really solid product you really know who your avatar is you really you you have a way to show how you, you can help them in their journey, Facebook, Google, they're just tools. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Some people are really, really focusing on the tech side, like, oh, I'll, I'll be a media buyer, I'll be a great media buyer. Well, that's fine, but it's like you need to be a great marketer before you're, you're even a great media buyer. Mm-hmm. So the, the tech yeah. side of setting up campaigns, choosing target roles on Google or BitCap on Facebook or whatever, th- th- those are the things that's going to help you crush your results. It's the basic things. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Pareto principle. Uh, when uh, 20% of products can bring 80% of results. Once I uh, watched uh, the, the interview with Bill Gates and he shared uh, how he can handle uh, some new products. For example, when he has product A and product B. He invested X uh, amount money to product A and product B. If product B sells two times more than product A, the next time he doesn't invest anything you know, to product A and uh, double invest uh, to product B. Simple, yeah? And, uh, but I see when companies, uh, you know, when they have a bunch of products, a lot of products, uh, and they set up marketing campaigns to almost all these products. Uh, can you tell how to choose priorities, especially when we have limited budget? Uh, Let's imagine I have 100 products. I want to uh, market them, uh, but I don't know what kind of priorities I have uh, and uh, your insights, how to find them. Yeah, if I'd say if you have a lot of products and the budget is limited, I would say focus on the first three that your customers are most interested in, then start testing those. See what your, what's your average order value, see what's your LTV after that. Just see which product has legs and where you need to tweak because Let's not just focus on the first product, but we need to focus on the other products as well. You might lose money on the front end or break even, but then you can make money on the back end. So if you only focus on one product, you're doomed. So you have to have an upsell flow. So the first thing is to focus on the, let's say, top three products that our customers are most interested in, the products that sold the most. If you didn't sell anything, then see what your competitors are selling. If you have a product that are similar, so focus on those, at least three, and then start testing those to see the reaction from your audiences, which product converts better, which product is more profitable, and then make your decisions from that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, interesting. Uh, can you share how to learn the market, uh, how to find what kind of market I need? For example, especially for uh, niche, uh, I don't know, uh, niche narrow market, uh, local market, uh, and uh, yeah, for example, if I can sell in two uh, separate uh, districts, regions, but uh, with limited resources, how to find uh, one market uh, or place where I can uh, use my uh, paid ads? I, I would say just Google search. Mm-hmm. Like, are you talking about like understanding the population and see where to focus more, or like what exactly are you are you talking? Mm-hmm. I mean, like uh, for example, uh, I can 
sell products uh, iPhone. Yeah, I can sell iPhones uh, on uh, New York and uh, uh, close to New York, uh, Washington. Let's imagine uh, uh, Washington. But I have limited budget. So I need to choose between New York or and Washington. So I have two shops, but I don't want to set up uh, uh, to separate this marketing budget uh, half for New York, half for uh, okay. Washington. Yeah. How to choose Got one? It. Yeah, I would say Google search will be your best friend, Google Trends. And just if with Google Trends, you'll be able to, for example, look at the last year and see the trends in keywords, the amount of people that who search for stuff related to iPhone. And then you can see if you're able to see a drill down based on Washington or, or, or like based on different uh, states and based and based on the numbers, which state had the most like higher number of interaction and interest, then you can focus there. I would also say that, you know, in terms of like population or interested in certain products, it, it all comes down to search, searching for that information in Google. Mm -hmm. Like I know, for example, diabetes, there are other countries besides the U.S. that have uh, are suffering from this issue, like third world countries. So these, all this information can be revealed from Google search, basically. Mm -hmm. Not one, obviously, but just do, doing like a deep dive in Google and just looking for this information. Mm -hmm. uh, many years ago, uh, I remember interesting rule. I don't know if it works today or not. Uh, so if you invest dollar you need to get dollar uh, two dollars back or even more uh, today sometimes you know when we have cost per click like ten dollars twenty dollars a lot it's hard to get even dollar back uh, i don't mention about two dollars back so but you can sell to this customer uh, a few times uh, your customer can bring friends because of your high quality product can you tell about estimation uh, time value uh, for example uh, uh, when you can't get uh, one dollar back because of uh, getting a customer but you can get in the long run uh, all this uh, investment back yeah i would say it really depends on the business some customers are able to break even after seven days some customers are able to break even after 30 days or 60 days it really depends on your flow it really depends on what you're selling unfortunately i don't have a clear answer of like uh, you know you will be you'll break even after seven days it really depends on how you set up your funnel and how you constantly tweak it i would say that cost of paid media will increase it is what it is the the, the people who are going to focus on the long term are the people who are going to improve their backend improve their brand presence improve the service they're providing to their customers the best marketing is just word to mouth so if you serve your customers better it's just it's just going to benefit you so coming up with better products coming just answering questions helping your customers with different problems that they have make uh, like helping your customers share your brand uh with other people so that will also help you mm -hmm. uh can you tell about common mistakes that you see when uh companies set up paid marketing campaigns what kind of mistakes they usually have and your tips how to find much better way yeah i would say one one of the biggest mistakes is just not have the right messaging some customers uh, just sorry not customers just some businesses just you know, when you look at their campaigns their messaging is so broad in general 
It's like, who are you exactly talking to? Like, if you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. And they just shoot messages out there, just launching ads, then they complain why they're not working. So as I said in the beginning, your messaging has, first of all, you need to know who your avatars are. And then you need to make sure your messaging is specific to where they're at in their journey. Another common mistake I see is just bad tracking setup. And that, so it's just a matter of really nailing down your tracking side. Another mistake is a lot of businesses are focusing on the front end and they think that paid media will be their best solution to fix all their problems. Whereas sometimes it's not the ads that can do the work. It's actually your funnel. Your backend is messed up. Your landing page is messed up. Your sales page is messed up. So it doesn't matter the amount of traffic you'll receive if your funnel is broken. So these are the main three areas. And broad messaging, tracking, and then uh, weak funnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what about testing? Uh, you mentioned one time about testing. Uh, can you tell how to test a landing page where we actually sell products? And the second, uh, cost per click. So uh, because, you know, uh, uh, we have some suggestions on Google. Uh, uh, what kind of uh, cost per click we have or their estimation. And uh, can you tell uh, how to find the, the right balance between Google suggestions and manual checking? I mean, like uh, we're testing. Yeah, I would say first go with what Google suggests and then slowly try to drop down the bid and see mm-hmm. if you're still getting impressions. This is applicable for Google, Alba, and Tabula and see like where's the sweet spot. The CPC is something that we have to keep in mind is really, really, really depends on the quality of your ads. If people are engaging with your ads, if people are clicking on them and then convert, or if the systems are seeing these uh, behaviors, they will reward you with a lower CPC. But again, this type of stuff, CPC and everything, it all comes down to the basics of understanding your audience. If your ads are not specific, if your landing page isn't specific, if they're not valuable for your customers, that will drive your costs really up. If your messaging is relevant, if you have a really solid product that can help, if you if you really talk to your customers and how you can help them and you're being very, very specific, the platforms are going to reward you with lower CPMs, lower CPCs, and just lower CPA in general. Mm-hmm. And what about testing landing page uh, where uh, we create this uh, marketing message, uh, creating content, uh, selling content? But because, you know, I, I've seen a few times when someone changed the button and increased uh, conversion rate uh, plus 20 percent, 30 percent. We have a bunch of studies about that. Uh, tell about your uh, tips how to craft the landing page to get my uh, higher conversion rate. Yeah, so the first thing, the tool that you can use is, is, for example, Google Optimize. You can use it. And then if you're running Shopify, you can use uh, Zipify pages. So just that's for the technical side. When it comes to uh, crafting the best landing pages, again, it just comes down to understanding your audience. Obviously, you might launch 10 new headlines and then eight of them will fail. But then those two that you found out are really crushing it and really boosted your conversion rate. So it's just a matter of testing. 
Mm -hmm. Same yeah. goes with uh, CTA color or CTA text. It's just a matter of testing. People that say these are their practices or whatever, but it's like people are different, businesses are different. It's just, it's it all comes down to tests. Okay, so if someone says that red button with a text of learn more works better than a yellow button with a text by now, I mean, maybe you'll launch it on your campaigns and then on your landing page and you'll see that it's not working. So it, it does that mean that the other person lied to you? No, that's what's working for them. It doesn't necessarily mean that it will work for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. When you have those best uh, parties, like they can serve like as a guide, but again, nothing is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, uh, let's talk about choosing the right keywords for Google Ads. Uh, because, for example, if I use some keyword research tools, including uh, Google Keyword Planner on Google or uh, SEMrush, uh, Ahrefs, any others, uh, I can see a list of keywords, a, big, a huge list of keywords. But many of them, uh, most of them, yeah, they are not connected with uh, landing page or selling products. Some of them don't sell at all or irrelevant. Can you tell your methods to choose the right keywords that will actually provide results? So it depends on the landing page that people will go to. Then from there, I'm, I'm doing the research on what keywords are actually relevant to this landing page, because that's like the end goal. So if someone is searching, searching for X, I want to make sure that when they visit the landing page, they'll see that X. So it, it, I'm reverse engineering that. So if my landing page talks about certain topic, then I'll see the language that I'm that is written on the landing page. Then from there, I'll draw back what could be the possible keywords, and I'll just throw them in the keyword tool. Then I'll see the different suggestions that come up. Then I'll group them by similarities, and then I might separate the different keyword groups based on their type and similarity. And then I'll just run them simultaneously and see which one works better. Mm -hmm. uh, I found on your LinkedIn profile that you are skilled in ad spend management, social media strategies. Can you tell more about social media strategy? How to create the right strategy today? So I know I said it multiple times, but it really, really, really comes down to understanding your audience. Mm -hmm. I have a product for skincare. All right, who could be who could get the most benefit from this skincare product? I have to be very, very specific. Skincare product is really broad. It can be applicable for, for example, women between the ages of 20 up until to 65 plus. So you really have to find your niche because, for example, if you're looking at women between the ages of 25 or 30 up to 65, each of these demographics, right, have different behaviors, have different needs, different challenges they're facing. So if your product, if you go in and say my products will, my product will help everyone, then you're gonna you're doomed basically, but you have to see that there are different uh, needs for each of those segments and see which one your product could benefit the most. If you create if you create a product, you'll be able to then before you create a product, so you you need to understand what what can it do for your customers and exactly for who. For example, Ezra Firestone in his uh, brand Boom, he really really goes into that mature segment of audience like women. 45 plus or interested in skincare, even even not just 45 plus, he goes like way above that sometimes as well. Like he, he has women over 60, but
but it basically comes down to like you know this mature segment of audience so not the 30 or uh, 35 like way older than that because he knows the specific needs of his audience so he started talking like his uh model was a senior model who retired right but she she was like, mm -hmm. she wasn't 30 she wasn't 40. she was well above that but that was his target audience like people are around that her age because he knew what they're struggling with so when you have the the product that you're going to sell you know the customers you're going to serve now it's just a matter of okay which are the channels that will be helpful for so for example for this for skincare brand it could be uh, pinterest it could be facebook as well it could be youtube as well it could be also google linkedin uh, not so much i don't think so tabula or the Albrain, yeah absolutely but it's like i would say like the, the uh, but you know i mentioned a lot of channels right you wouldn't go with all of them immediately so it's like you can start with facebook or you can start with pinterest and then based on your learnings you can then apply them to other channels and test them as well obviously if you go all in with all channels it's going to be a lot of testing and a lot of money that is being wasted so after you nail down your custom audience then you need to nail down the channel you'd like to go with and from there is okay my product can get the person from a to b but what if they need other products as well so this product helps with problem a but i also have products that could help with problem b c and d okay so let's add them to the upsell and to the final flow as well so people can start with prop with wanting to solve problem a once they bought the product now i say hey if you're also looking to one two three i have this product that can help oh now you're looking for number two okay i have this product that can help and then from there you'll be able to craft okay where the customer is starting and where are they going to finish and from there you'll be able to drill down the messaging on the ad platform the messaging on your email follow-up sequence and your seo content so I'll, i know i said a lot of stuff but it if I were to like, like take a really, really high level view, it's your customers and then your product. Once you have that fit, you know who your customers are, then it's just, it all comes down to the other stuff I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me quote one more thing from your LinkedIn profile. Uh, innovative team leader focus on multi-million dollar clients with seven figure annual ad spend six uh, figure monthly at spend to influence elite generation uh let's talk about big companies uh can you share the difference between small companies that have limited budget and big companies uh, your tips about that for example if uh, small companies have no huge budget do they need to consider paid marketing or it's better to create brand awareness with organic reach and then switch to paid marketing or they can start small uh, i don't know like focusing in one direction as you mentioned for example on facebook or google ads and go ahead step by step to sell and uh, increase budget what do you think i would say that for example for a small business or just starting out paid media is really really important because seo i'm not disrespecting seo at all but seo takes a lot a lot of time till you get that really high like strong stability with paid media you're quickly able to test what's working what's not working and then learn from it so i would say definitely start with paid media and then once you grow like, like you know for example you're able to spend half a million dollars a month 
then some of the budget there, for example, 5%, 10%, you can allocate to brand awareness campaigns because some people may not be able to convert right now, may not want to convert right now. But when you have those brand awareness campaigns that are running on the background, these, these campaigns are for these people just to stay on top of their mind, educate them. And then once they're ready, you can retarget them with your regular campaigns that are focused really more on conversions. So if you're if a small business owner, you're just starting out, I'll definitely um, start with paid ads, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by the way, yeah, uh, I agree. You can uh, analyze how it works with paid ads. So it's a good idea to go ahead because SEO doesn't work for bad products. Marketing can't help bad products. So if your products can't sell on paid marketing, uh, probably it's better to invest to improve and update products that you have to get much higher products. And uh, I have the final question. Uh, let's imagine, uh, let's uh, talk more about uh, com uh, about big uh, companies and small companies. Uh, if I have high quality product, awesome product, uh, but my competitors, uh, popular brands like Nike, Apple, anything. So uh, how to compete with them? Because these companies can invest a lot in marketing they uh, and uh, it's hard for example to win customers mind uh, for example um, you know my son can tell me uh, that i need new uh, new nike he doesn't tell me i need new sneakers he tells yeah. he tells me about nike uh, yeah. when uh, i told him we need to buy a watch he told me okay apple watch why not uh, we have a bunch of other watches uh, but you know uh, sometimes it's hard to uh, for me like that to pay for a small kit you know uh, to buy this expensive products uh, but um, uh, i think all products uh, have their unique selling proposition uh, if i can create new iphone but many companies can create uh, much cheaper smartphone but uh, high quality as well to uh, uh, we have many people who can't allow iPhone. Your suggestions, how to compete with big brands that cover a huge market, a lot of audience, have loyal customers, and uh, to set up paid ads, uh, considering unique selling proposition that you have. I would say people really like when you listen to them and you care about them. So when you have a product and you think it's great, that's perfect look at your competitors and see for example look at the bad reviews that your their customers are putting there so and see how you can take that and apply it into your product to make your product better than their competitors also i would say that your customers need to know like and trust you so the more you educate them about the product the more you educate them about what they need and what they want the more likely they're going to be start to favoring you versus other uh, brands so sometimes it's not even about the price. It's like people are willing to spend more for a certain brand because they know them, they like, and they trust that brand. So it all comes down to how you communicate with the customers, how you educate them, and how you listen to their problems and serve them accordingly. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's what I have to share about this. Yeah. Nice, nice. Love it, love it, Kobe. It's a big pleasure to get you, you on my show, to learn from you, to share a lot of valuable insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. 
Uh, you can hit me up on LinkedIn or on Facebook. Just search for Kobe Topaz. Thank God there aren't many people in the world with the same name. Uh, so yeah, just hit me up there. <laughs> okay, guys, you can find uh, Kobe uh, in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights. And guys, you need to follow Kobe to learn from him because you can see he can lead in the right direction. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.